0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. I sent you. No, no, no. I sent you. 1,000 plastic baby Jesuses that are supposed to go inside of cakes that you feed to families and children that, in theory, you do not uh, choke to death on. And then, if you receive the baby Jesus in your slice of cake, it's your responsibility to make next year's cake because that's not pagan at all. Welcome to the Yowie Shelf.
1: Are we recording? Oh my god.
0: I'm getting good at this. I'm what are you doing? You're
1: like constantly ambushing me, but it's okay. Today is the day of ambushes. Hello, dear listeners. In- I love
0: that like Corolla is bullied as like a, is like a trope now that I'm bullying you.
1: <laughs> I love it here. No, seriously. It's fine. It's, it's a, it's, it's your thing now. It's okay. That
0: I'm a bully. Oh my God. But it's I, but like, I, but I, but I yeah. have the, this is a serious topic candle. It's what mint. It...
1: oh i love mint yeah i'm currently eating eucalyptus uh what do you call them cough like, drops yeah to try to clear up my head
0: okay for some reason my brain just stopped at eucalyptus and i'm like what in the koala
1: yeah no i'm just <laughs> sitting here eating eucalyptus
0: that's what like my brain was yeah like. what yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> welcome to the Yahweh shelf where we steal the food of cuddly australian animals
0: who can give you chlamydia yeah because they thought forever that it wasn't transferable it is koalas can give you chlamydia
1: why must you ruin everything that is beautiful
0: that's my job
1: yeah that's my (laughs) whole it's like i feel like everyone knows this now it's just no one talks about it because like we just no. this is actually cuddly. fairly new
0: science because everyone's like because it started out as like a dumb like urban legend thing uh because like chlamydia in koalas presents entirely different as like chlamydia does in humans obviously it basically gives them this disease called like soggy bottom and they go blind um don't ask why i know these things don't ask it's okay. Um, and then they were like oh well like you can't get chlamydia from koalas because you know there's concern about like rescues and handlers and stuff like that not just deviants out in the forest but like people with jobs (laughs) that their jobs are like to handle koalas this is the sign for handling koalas i guess if you're watching video okay Uh, but turns out you absolutely can get chlamydia from a koala it's not the same but it is transmissible to humans
1: and the plot thickens for all of the animal boys out there
0: please don't fuck actual koalas.
1: that wasn't what i meant i meant <laughs> I is this why your mom doesn't know about the podcast yes. Is this why you won't tell your mom about us i told my mom about us i just you
0: know is this why you fuck tell your mom about this because <laughs> we're talking about getting STIs from koalas? <laughs> and you know,
1: things that I have said on the air that are now on the internet forever.
0: You signed up for this. I didn't last, think
1: do this. Last month's episode was wild. No, what was. Wh- was it last month that I was talking about Incest?
0: Yes, it was.
1: Hello, dear listeners. I love how you also
0: don't remember. Uh, so, Corolla, what are we talking about today? If you're not reading the scrolling banner, or if you haven't read the episode notes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are going to take a a, a step into the world of Sema and Uke, the one trope that ruled them all. The, yeah. in many ways kind of basis poster child trope for the BL Mm -hmm. genre, I want to say. I, Mm -hmm. therefore, because we did talk about our Fujin journey a while ago, Mm -hmm. and I was looking for this, I forgot to bring it out. I brought out my semi-color. I used to wear this when I was a teenager.
0: I have an armband. I have a semi-armband, but it has a little bit of, like, a fabric stain on it. So I want to remake it and make it better. Because it's also in red. I don't own anything red. I, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but so right, just not to look black. It does, but it feels like fascist cosplay. Like, there's just something about, like, red and black together that feels like you're too many steps to fascist cosplay. Oh, God. Uh, But I do have a semi-armband, I'll probably dig it up and take a photo of it. Uh, So we're talking about Semi-Uke, which, you're right, like, absolutely is. When you talk about, like, Yaoi 101 is one of the bricks, one of the foundational elements. And we're especially talking about, one, how important it was in the past to Fujian culture. And then, two, about maybe why now it isn't so great maybe
1: Maybe. potentially
0: um so grab a seat relax buckle up we're gonna be here for a little while yeah um
1: my so apologies in advance because like i'm super congested because the pollen came for me and i'm so sorry to all our listeners
0: cackles and texan when i was a kid uh i had really really severe allergies and asthma i still do but like i just die softly now And, uh, my parents took me to an allergist, you know, like most good parents do. And, you know, when they asked, you know, what can we do for our dying little bubble child, (laughs) uh, the allergist said, leave the state. Wow. He said, move to Arizona where everything's dead. My parents didn't do that. No. I didn't. Yeah. But, uh, that was his recommendation in like 1995 was leave. She's not healthy here. She's never going to be healthy here.
1: Why are you still
0: there? She is correct. And I moved to the worst allergen city in the state, where we have cedar fever, where you can see the cedar jizz thick on your car. I am never,
1: ever coming to visit you.
0: I would die. die. You would die. Uh, Cedar fever. Cedar fever is so bad that I had a cedar fever attack. And I went to the hospital to do a breathing treatment. And I told the doctor, hey, I have allergies and asthma. Pretty sure it has to do with the inches of tree cum everywhere. Did you actually use the word tree cum? Uh, no. Okay. I wish I did. Uh, but I said, hey, I have allergies and asthma. Probably from, you know, swipe's door. This. Oh my god. <laughs> and the doctor, like... He like goes to hug me, but stops. And it's like, what's up? He's like, do you know how many people have been coming in thinking that they're having a heart attack? So we rush them up, but all they need is a fucking Benadryl. <laughs> He's like, thank you for knowing your body and knowing what's wrong. Cause we're getting people left and left because none of it is right. Coming in with, you know, headache, dizziness, shortness of breath, tight chest. And they're thinking I'm having a fucking heart attack. <laughs> Well, what they need is Zyrtec. So I just sat there with, like, my little nebulizer treatment just, like, on my phone, just vibing. Oh, uh, but, yeah, you would die here. So, yeah. what is a semi and what is an Uke? Uh, the short answer is what we, in a heteronormative space, would refer to as the top and the bottom in a gay relationship. This does, in theory, also apply to lesbians. Lesbians have mixed feelings on it.
1: Yeah, and I also want to say that uh, right. I mean, again, I don't know a lot about Yudi, but in the Western sphere, like in Western fandoms, mm-hmm. a lot of the attributes of BL or YAWI has mm-hmm. been pushed onto Yudi, although it doesn't have any basis in the mm-hmm. Japanese culture. So, I think mm-hmm. that it's more common to see fans in the West attribute the uke and tropes onto yuri, whereas that's mm-hmm. not really a thing that uh, the Japanese fans would historically be doing.
0: Well, and I would argue that the West does that with real gay people anyways. Oh Like, yeah. I get a lot of, oh my god, the amount of unnecessary questions about like, well, which one of you is the top? It doesn't matter, we're both verse switches. Like, It doesn't matter, like, and that doesn't, like, mean something in real life. We're gonna get there. We're jumping the gun. Um, (laughs) So here's some very, very fun trivia that I will carry with me to my grave. Uh, The terms for seme and uke actually come from kendo. Seme meaning to attack, uke meaning to defend. Uh, And that makes me very, very happy. There are some uh, analogous terms that you may have heard or... uh, may not have heard before. We also want to say in this instance for the very, very blanket answer, the semi comes with his own tropes, mostly meaning that of being dominant, being aggressive, sometimes being charming, and being sometimes the dominant in the charming. <laughs> They're not all charming. <laughs> no, just say, they are not that all is charming. not not just say I am not gonna wave a blanket over every semi and say that they're charming. Most of them are just sociopaths. Um, with their the dicks uke- out with their dicks out uh and most of the uk you know are soft and submissive and take it uh we've listed some analogous terms that we really really enjoy uh we have neko on here twice but i love that you added tachi and i have inu because yeah cat and dog will always be my favorite i've
1: never heard the inu one actually
0: i've only ever heard inu
1: what where does that originate like where does that come from why is it dog- so, who- which is which?!
0: <laughs> so, the Neko's usually the submissive.
1: Yeah, that's what I figured. And
0: the dog, the Inu, is usually the top, and typically it's a situation where, like, the- the Neko is, like, this very- It's Yashiro and Demeki. That's the best <laughs> way to describe it. I don't know why I was trying to, like, make up magical metaphors. It's Yashiro and Demeki. It's been what... 11 minutes, and here he is. Yeah our one's lord a, and savior our lord and savior yashiro one's a slut and the other is just doing his best uh matt and mellow are also where i've seen it a lot because matt is just there and will do because he says. is a dog but he's literally a dog yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that's where i see it oh yeah so, yeah that makes sense do you want to go into tachi a little bit yeah
1: because because I think that, I think this is something that I feel like is, is relatively new applied to BL mm-hmm. because I think these, the Neko and Tachi terms are actually, they come from the real life uh, gay world of Japan, where...
0: <laughs> the actual gays, not the mythical yeah. ones.
1: Yeah. So, so not and we're the... going to talk
0: about fetishization later.
1: But yeah, because I feel like, you know, I mean, yeah, we will get into it, but, but, Mm -hmm. uh, Sam and Uke obviously are tropes that apply to, Mm -hmm. to fictional characters and to BL specifically, where, and doesn't transfer to real life people, but, but within the gay community. That did not stop us from
0: trying in the 2000s.
1: No, really. I mean, I have the color to prove it, clearly. But, (laughs) but the, uh, so so, so in Japanese slang, you typically have Neko being the bottom and Tachi being uh, the top or the dominant, but again, because real people are versatile and real people are three dimensional and not tropes. Mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be exclusive and not everyone uses it but it's interesting because i have seen it more often in actual bl like for instance you see it in the adage bitch club they actually use these terms and i think that that's interesting that they've started to take on uh, real
0: life slang absolutely and i think um another point that we'll get to is i think a lot of that is because of the heat and backlash That Sime and Uke have received in the past few years. But once more, we're jumping the gun. Um, Analogous terms that you may see in varying levels of success are pitcher and catcher, top and bottom, and one that I have only exclusively (laughs) heard in American gay clubs, which I hate, is pole and hole. (laughs) If you ever refer to your partner as a pole or a hole, I would like to know what you're doing.
1: That is horrible. I have heard it. I've heard it. But, like, yeah. Can you I imagine?
0: Would, please, I... Because there's no way to even make that cute. No! Like, even in, like, a BDSM scenario, am I ever referring to someone as a whole? And, you know,
1: like, I am... And you know this, because you have called me out on this so many times. I am I such an a. Yuki apologist. But not are. even Adyuki could make the word whole sound charming. Like, when he calls Shuichi a, a glory hole, I'm like,
0: say, Hasn't no. he called Suichi a cock sleeve at least once?
1: Yeah, but, like, he literally calls him a glory hole. He does. He
0: does. And I'm like,
1: why? That's not cute.
0: I think it's cute.
1: It is. isn't. You literally just said.
0: <laughs> okay, but for Ari Yuki, he wants to call me daddy's little glory hole, I'm here for it. Oh my god. New sticker coming to the shop later. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Ariyuki wants to call me daddy's little glory hole. Sign me the fuck up. Let's I go. mean
1: honestly, I love him so much. It, let him do whatever
0: he wants. No, what? I'm kidding. That is exactly how Tomo would call. I'm making no! sure his phone. It's not Ariyuki it's hole. It's whole.
1: <laughs> I am leaving my body. Boys <laughs>
0: You know what? I'm lying. It's that polyamorous try out of Tatsuha, Aerie, and Soma. That is uh, exactly how he has them labeled in his
1: book. Don't you think I'm suffering enough over here? Like, I can't freaking no, breathe, more, and you're just no, like,
0: <laughs> I'm you're,
1: hurting. What the hell?
0: That is absolutely. You know what? No, I'm lying. In Toba Sekuchi's phone tasuga has absolutely listed his pole and aries absolutely listed his hole that is how it is i hate it here i hate it i don't care if maki murakami calls me tomorrow to say that i'm wrong i I know i'm not
1: (laughs) if she called you you would ask her if she could design the sticker like yeah you draw
0: well, for honestly, no, I'd be afraid. I'd be afraid of how, like, in twenty-four hours, she tracked me down. <laughs> I'll uh, no, okay. I'll ask her. Okay, thank you. It's like, firstly, I would be terrified, and then yes, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm a horrible person that I did. But uh, basically, but yeah. yes.
1: I think I think pitcher and catcher, like I've seen those a lot, and also in Western pop culture. But I think that they are, you know, they're particularly.
0: Heteronormative.
1: Yeah, but I think that they're particularly interesting because there is nothing gayer than sports anime. And then you'll have like these poor characters just trying to exist in, you know, foodie or whatever, and you're just like, "No, you were doomed from the beginning cuz you're the pitcher and you're the catcher." And unfortunately, you really suit the roles. So,
0: well, are you play baseball? No. Yeah, I did. Um at I love that that's the shocking sport. I used to play softball. And pitchers are shockingly useless.
1: I know nothing. Like, we don't have
0: either, so. So, except for the only time a pitcher is useful is when they can make a bird explode. That is my favorite part.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> is this a? Is this an, an analogy, or are you just
0: like, no, are you, so like oh. Sometimes when you're playing baseball... The average baseball can go anywhere between 75 to 100 miles per hour. Like, a good baseball is going, on average, about 80 to 90 miles per hour. So sometimes you'll get a bird strike. Like, a bird will come down as the ball is being thrown, and they'll just poof. That I happened- hate it. <laughs> that has happened a few times on American television. Oh my where god. Great wind up for a throw and then like a pigeon tries to fly and then just feathers. That is horrendous. Because so that ball is going like 80 to 90 miles an hour. <laughs> I did slow pitch, so my so the balls for me were going no faster than about forty five miles an hour. Uh which is still this Speed you drive in the city in a car. Um, yeah. And catchers do a lot of work. That's a lot of time on your knees. Being a catcher is really hard.
1: I'm fine. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> they the usually are. are. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> need- the analogy is perfect in in many ways and you it know balls great. everywhere it's it's
0: great but yeah i used to play softball so and i was pretty good at it
1: yeah uh, but we, we yeah no we don't have it here we have something that is kind of like a knockoff version and i am horrible at it
0: i'm trying to google what a norwegian sport is i spelled norwegian wrong
1: um, well, that's a great start. Shut up.
0: <laughs> handball. What is handball? What's you don't know what
1: handball is? What the fuck is handball? It's like, I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. I only know about figure skating. I know nothing. I hate sports. Handball? Yeah, you,
0: they is a throw sport a ball, okay? Two teams of seven players each pass a ball using their hands with the aim of throwing it into the goal of the other team.
1: Yeah, it's like soccer, but with your hands it's
0: it's quidditch and it
1: has all the lesbians i can tell like the i mean this I is can the, tell. yeah the 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 uh absolute sexiest woman in norway was a handball player like this she's the shane of norway it's like you know if you if you know the l word it's like heterosexual women gay women everyone loves this woman
0: Yes. So, I'm I'm on the official Visit Norway website. Okay. Under under the sports category. It says blood, sweat, and cheers. That's... okay. Uh, let's see. Interesting. So, apparently everyone likes uh, cycling and cross-country skiing. That sounds very Norwegian. I hate both, but okay. Yeah, we
1: have all the skiing that sounds incessantly norwegian also we have we have roller skis and i'm sure that like no one outside of norway has ever seen anyone roller ski but you know that that's what the skiers there's a lot of running they yeah
0: there's a lot of running and cycling and soccer
1: or you know as we call
0: it football yeah football is the number one sport in norway according to norway (laughs)
1: we're really bad at it though like i say we as if i even know the rules but like
0: <laughs> i don't oh, know apparently the world's oldest museum specializing in skiing is in norway again the things that, yeah things that do not shock me at i all. am absolutely shocked uh do you want to go into a very very quick uh history lesson about these terms and uh in some of their attributes
1: i yeah i'm gonna try i was gonna rehearse this so it actually made sense but i mean time fucked us over today so i didn't do that
0: oh Uh, yeah you guys missed where we were completely (laughs) fucked over by the entire concept of time where i messaged corolla being like hey it's showtime and she's like what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) Uh, because daylight savings doesn't exist for you guys for another... Two like, weeks. 14 days? Yeah. Yeah. So I messaged Corolla being like, Hey, it's go time. And she looks at me like, The fuck you talking about, bitch?
1: And like, I-, I was literally outside. I was like, but... It's not... Like, there's an hour and a half until go... What the hell is... What are you I'm doing? I was just, like,
0: blankly staring at my clock being like, But...
1: But it's now. And I'm like... And then um, you're like, it's always 10 a.m. my time. I'm like, I know, which is 5, 5 p.m. my time,
0: but it's <laughs> 4. And- <laughs> okay, so I went to the Visit Norway website, and there's a man naked doing, like, a Y-pose under a waterfall, and he has the most aggressive farmer's tan of just his shorts and upper thighs. Sounds like legend. Different skin tones of person. I can see this man's ass crack, save for the fern that protects me from his balls. And this is Norway.
1: Supposed to... <laughs> what the fuck? This is supposed to lure you to come to our country.
0: I don't know. I don't I'm concerned about this strange albino man who's carrying around the trunk of another human being because those two shades of white. ...normally are not congruent.
1: Well, you know. Do I? I don't
0: think I know anything We
1: don't have daylight for ten months out of the year. We're practically transparent. Standing
0: standing naked under the sparsest... ...of, like, waterfalls. I don't know what this is supposed to be.
1: I don't know either, because, like... I, I feel like this isn't something that most Norwegians usually do, but... What oh, do- thank God. But what do I know? Like, I...
0: No, I, no, I'm I don't like nature. <laughs> no, I'm derailing the entire ass podcast for this. Hold on. You need to check your, uh, Discord really fast. I am derailing the okay. entire fucking podcast for this man. For the hold naked the, man. Yeah, hold the fuck on. Sorry, sorry, listeners. I cannot continue without explanation of this.
1: Okay, please elaborate
0: is... on what uh... pagan rituals going on in this image. <laughs> you can't even fucking see the waterfall. Okay, he's under that's... the thinnest dribble of water.
1: <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I can't help he's you. I don't know what watch this. watch
0: on. You have to
1: share this in, in the other. His bare ass.
0: You can see his ass crack, but he's like two different shades of white man. Yeah, because what what is this? The the
1: the paler shade is how we look in winter, or like that's how that's how we really look. And then, and then if you're actually outdoors in the summer, I guess that's
0: you might look. You know what? I will post this as a Patreon exclusive. Sorry, guys, (laughs) I have to monetize this one. You don't get to see this one for free. this Um, is okay please can take you on to history as I cope with why Norway is trying to seduce me with this white man's ass
1: dear visit Norway please do not take legal action for us monetizing the hideous you know what actually
0: send me to Norway so I can take better photos (laughs) of your country that still looks like a dick (laughs) this is true your country is dick shaped
1: yeah, also, so typically,
0: Sweden. typically Norwegian has a bunch of people in traditional garb in a field. Is yeah. that typical? Yeah. Okay.
1: I'll send you a picture of me in traditional garb later.
0: Yes, okay, now go into history. I'm going to a...
1: try. I'm going to try. I'm trying I to believe. breathe. Okay, let me, just, let me just get the outline open. Okay, so... <laughs> sorry about the cultural lesson let's have a history lesson um, yes. so we're gonna go deeper into uh, because all of this is typ like this is typical Hi- history is not linear and and neither is BL so there's gonna be a lot of back and forth and cross-referencing here but but basically um, we we previously mentioned briefly the whole you know the heteronormativity that you know the the straight gaze of the gaze the straight gaze on the gays okay <laughs> and how <laughs> and how you know which one is the woman in the relationship and i think that mm-hmm. it's easy to to just assume especially these days with um you know we've been over this 10,000 times the straight women fetishizing the gays and again jumping the gun here but but that's yep, sure yeah are. That's the idea that many people have when we talk about the Semenuka tropes. But it's actually a lot more complex than that. And um, BL, just like very brief, we're gonna, I'm not going to talk about this for an hour, even though God knows I could. BL does have roots in uh, in cultural movements and in the feminist movement of um, the Japanese society in the late 60s and early 70s. And within that, also the, uh, the reclamation of the female sexuality and how that can be rep- not repressed. It is repressed and how it can be expressed uh, mm-hmm. through male characters as there are no female characters to challenge the idea of what a woman is. However, what I think is really interesting is that uh, the semi trope is a lot more than just that. It isn't as simple as saying that you are putting um, heterosexual uh, tropes or heterosexual traits into a gay relationship and saying that the same is the masculine man and the UK is the feminine woman of the relationship because yes. it's It's about subverting and expressing gender traits and, and mm-hmm. gender itself. And mm-hmm. so I was looking at… Uh, some articles earlier, and there's this Japanese scholar called Nakakubo Yoko who mm-hmm. refers to this as prescribed characteristics of both sexes, which mm-hmm. means that within seme, we see the possibilities of gender that isn't restrained by both of them being men or one of them mm-hmm. supposedly being feminine, but it's actually within it's what each character brings to the table in, in the dynamic of the relationship. So in Japanese, uh, in English, ship. So the couple themselves determines the attributes that the role takes on. And we will talk mm. more about the types of Uke and Seme later on. But mm. these types typically come from the relationship between the characters, The w- where do the characters stand in society? Uh, what are their personalities? What are their physical traits? Like there's all of this stuff that goes into this. And so um, if you look at BL, like Watanabe Yumiko says, if you look, I think it's Watanabe Yumiko, if not, it, it's Fujimoto Yukari who is referencing Watanabe. But mm-hmm. if you look at BL, they say, as an all-male world, because typically there aren't a lot of female in, females in BL, and BL is fiction. So look at it as a utopia where everyone is... Um, Male and 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 everyone is gay. Then within this world, you are enc- encompassing all gender factors and all the power dynamics at the will of the creator. So, you know, yes, this character is, uh, you know, a souke, someone is someone who's always on the bottom. But the way that he is the uke is determined by his relationship to the sama, by the way by the the, the, the the dynamics that each character brings into the relationship. So it's, it's, it's more about, you know, challenging gender than establishing gender norms, basically.
0: Okay, so I love that. Um, because I think from the Western perspective, we mostly see it as dogma. And we'll talk about how Fujin uh, took these terms and ran with it. Uh, we saw these terms as dogma to ascribe, not traits to assign. Um, and I also want to comment on the fact that while this in theory should be, as researchers have said, an expression for possibilities of gender, most people don't see it that way, and we defer to the misogynistic, heteronormative, patriarchal bullshit that means that the uke is the woman and thus is basically abused and done violence on two and the semi as dominant is everything toxic and terrible about masculinity (laughs) yeah um and those are as mentioned patriarchal misogynistic culturally inaccurate and just not how love works like that's just so (laughs) there's this is my way of analogizing it there's um one of the things that I've always wanted to do is I wanted to be a fancy pigeon breeder. Of course. Shut up. Uh, (laughs) And there's this lady who breeds fancy pigeons, and there's this one picture that she took of one of her male pigeons gazing up at his wife, and she's, like, two times his size, just, like, puffed up and angry, ready to fight. And it's, like, this is the ideal relationship, is just tiny, adoring husband and a large, angry wife. (laughs) And, like, we're used to a very heteronormative way of looking at—we have—and I say heter—I've been saying heteronormative over and over and over again. Basically, what we mean when we say that is that when we look at a gay relationship, a queer relationship, we are expecting it to still line up with what we know as the sexual and gender expressions of man and woman, male and female.
1: I love that you say we as if we are heterosexuals. We
0: as in society. Yeah. Yeah. Not we as in two <laughs> fucking states. We as in society, not us.
1: Yeah. Uh, Keep, but it, I'm not part of society. Yeah, I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm also that we do live in a society. Um, yeah, we do. But That's true. But basically, we society looks at those relationships and is like, okay, well, one of you has to be the man and one of you has to be the woman. That's actually said explicitly a lot. Yeah. At gay relationships at people i have heard that said at gay people where it's I like, well, that said if- to me so yeah i yeah. had it said to me uh it's like well let's want to use the woman it's like
1: i mean first of this-
0: all <laughs> first, first of all rude yes rude firstly like let's just Let's go into the first part of that, which is rude. Yeah. Second of all, second of all, it's none of your business. Third of all, that's not how this works. It's not as simple as that.
1: I and Yeah. And even
0: if Yes.
1: I think that's very interesting. Like, why don't you come up to me and my girlfriend, who are both... <laughs> Clearly female and openly identifying as women and ask us which one of us is the man. I feel, you just answer, there's, what are you, that's not a question. There is no man. That's the point. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm just, and you know, and it's the, it's the, it's the less rude version of the, I just want to know who does what in, in bed. And it's like, why are you asking about my sex life?
0: Like, that's what I keep saying about like, it's rude. Yeah. it's Rude. Like, it's just, it's none of your business. It's so, I don't understand why we wouldn't do that to a straight couple and just go oh my god do you peg him yeah i know i was about to say like do that like i can't imagine going up to like a random straight couple and be like oh my god do you fuck her vagina no we don't we don't do that to anyone else but it's totally okay to like apropos of nothing in public at work ask well which one of you takes it? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that?
1: no but yeah, no which one of us takes oh, it? I, I personally, can't take anymore please stop asking, you know, like
0: right, and it's like that's such a linear boring view of sex
1: yeah and it's like, I was literally saying this earlier. I, I mean, I love this. It's the Yahweh Shelf. We keep reverting into how female bodies work.
0: But, you know, Listen, how... If, if UKs keep having self-lubricating assholes, how else are we supposed to think about them? This is this true? But, Fun but... fact, the asshole does not self-lubricate. Jesus Christ, use lube. But it's okay, because we are in
1: the utopian BL world, where a lot <laughs> no of things... Women.
0: Which I
1: was I, not gonna touch. No, you know one of my favorite actually no it isn't, but one of my favorite what the fuck things about BL have you seen these these uh these manga panels where the organs are literally rearranging themselves to make a room? <laughs> I'm like yes. the It's one that's of those like
0: not how like the, the body works. Weird. Or like you write out a sentence and you think it's really hot and then you think about it for five seconds and it's like, that's awful.
1: Yeah, or you know, when you're when you're like in the groove and you're like writing and then you go yeah. back and you look at it and you're like, this is a crime. This also is physically impossible because I don't understand how,
0: where... So I actually just committed that. Um, oh. It was not, not mellow because of course it was. And uh, Mella had said to Matt, I still feel like I'm molded to your shape, like, molded to the shape of his dick. And it's like, that's not how asses work. That's not how bodies work. What do you mean, sir? Sir! No! Sir! But it's okay, because
1: it's just, you know, it's just this, it's just a way of expressing that, you know, his brain was...
0: Wait, <laughs> I was, tr-
1: I was distracted because my goddamn cat, no, I was trying to say that, you know, he basically fucked his brain out and now he doesn't know how anything works and that's anymore. And It makes sense. Uh, if you're mad. No way, because it was mellow. But he's, an- <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Leave me alone. I don't have enough oxygen flow to my brain right now. I have no idea what I'm saying.
0: Also, I promise you, if you look at Mello's phone, Matt is listed as pole.
1: Yeah, I that is uh, unfortunately, I can actually see that. I, <laughs> oh no, that is so sad.
0: I think it's probably the same for Yashiro and, and Demetri.
1: I feel like, and I feel like, because because Matt really, really, really loves Mello. Like, it probably says something like. You know, I don't want to say like love of my life, but it's probably
0: something cute. So and then he like three hearts and stuff like that. Yeah, like,
1: and... and and then and he just then... said, fucking pole." <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I think that's the worst dynamic. Is when it's one sided. Oh no! <laughs> that's that's like, just... This is <laughs> the love of my life. Which again, like me, precious meow meow, and then it's like, <laughs> which by the
1: way again is like one. Yuki and Shuichi, it's like, (laughs) Shuichi's like, my beloved Yuki, (laughs) with 10,000 hearts, and it's like, whole boy is calling.
0: (laughs) I can't, what are you doing? Enjoying every minute of it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If either of us can get ourselves together. (laughs) We love tropes. This is
1: absolutely, you're actually right. Pole and Hole is the absolute worst one. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh Pole and Hole is God. the most worst.
1: <laughs> uh, is it shameless self promo. Like, yeah. this is us when we're so- <laughs> somewhat collected. Join us on Patreon. Where- <laughs>
0: And Corolla wanted to say, let's record them both back-to-back. And I said, no, let's record next week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, clearly, like, clearly, this would be great. Five hours of this.
0: (laughs) I think by the time we got to the Patreon episode, there wouldn't be any content. It would just be, like, breathy laughter. (laughs) We just be like staring at each other and then remembering hole and hole and just be
1: (laughs) laughing. ASMR, uh, your hosts laughing.
0: Your hosts laughing, but like because they're fucking idiots. Samza, thank you. He's he's like you guys aren't working. Like you guys aren't doing your jobs.
1: He wanted to be a part of it because he felt like something exciting was happening. So now he's like, "Hello, I have arrived."
0: He's, he's graced us with his presence. Look at the camera. Look at the camera. Oh, my God. Look at the Look camera. Look at the camera. I wanted him... Oh! Okay, fine. Face. Thank you! Uh, pissed him <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> so, we talked about tropes. Uh, so, we probably need to elaborate. Uh, you guys ready to go back in time to 2002 to 2007? No. Which was 20 years ago? Shut up!
1: oh my god okay
0: are you okay no which was 20 years ago oh my god
1: it doesn't matter how many times you say this because i will always be like
0: 1999 was 10 years ago
1: <laughs> what the f- yeah like 30 years ago you mean 1970
0: yeah Like, seriously. I I felt bad for the millennials turning 30. I feel even worse for the 80s kids turning, like, 40. I feel way worse for them. When millennials turn 40, though, the world will already be over, so it doesn't matter.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, we are... We're getting there. The world will already be over.
0: It's going great over here, like... Yeah, it like, uh, looks like it's going excellent. Also, I saw uh, BuzzFeed had the audacity to write an article saying, stop sexualizing uh, the Ukrainian president, uh, Zelensky. And I said, this is how I cope, by wanting to climb that man like a tree. You leave me alone. Zaddy Zelensky is getting me through this whole thing right now. And if I want to bear hug that man's front, you leave me alone
1: i think this is very what if this was like can we use this for something because you know you have you have putin over there being like oh look at me shirtless on my horse trying to be sexy and it's like and Zelensky is over there like hello
0: i am a man of my people yes that's how you know yeah so actually putin has been ramping up his social media because everyone's been sexualizing Zelensky. But, like, Zelensky's the guy who can actually punch a bear in the face, and Putin's the guy that has a bear that's drugged and knocked out, and he's, like, standing awkwardly next to it.
1: But what if we could use Zelensky's possible sex appeal to get human rights in Russia?
0: That would mean that we'd have to murder Putin. We're not getting human rights until he's dead. Yeah, this is true. So... I'm gonna keep sexualizing Zelensky, okay, thanks.
1: I literally just found out, like, like my grandma found out. We were sitting here, she googled it. Gorbachev is still alive. He's (laughs) 91. And I'm like, Gorby, save us, do something, come back! He's 91! I mean, what does he have left to lose? Just come in and save us, like, dude! You've done I didn't it before.
0: Know he was still alive.
1: No, I thought he was dead and my grandma was like, No, I Googled it. He's alive. I'm like
0: What? What is he doing? Is he just like I, vibing?
1: I don't know. I don't think he's vibing. My grandma was like, he's probably really pissed off. Cause you know.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go down
1: the wall and now
0: What is Chev doing today. That is literally the third search option. Wow. Uh still active, has the political foundation, co-owns the Kremlin critical newspaper. Oh he my celebrated- god, save us! He celebrated a birthday a while ago. Uh and he received birthday greetings from the Kremlin and other world leaders. He looks the exact same. <laughs> I know, right? Gorbachev, save us for fuck's sake. Anyways, we're not talking about uh tropes. So Uh, let's go back to 2004. I'm 14 years old. (laughs) I can't do math, I have no idea how old I am, but... How many years older are you to me? Isn't it four? Two? Two? I think it's two. What year were you born in? Do I have to
1: say that on the air? I don't want to talk about that. No, you
0: don't. No.
1: I'm old, people. Let's...
0: I just know that you're older than me. We're in high school. Um. Yeah, and
1: I don't have internet at home. I do have internet at home. Wow, uh, look at you!
0: I know it was for homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was for homework.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, almost steamy yes. fanfic essays that you were that were totally schoolwork that you were working on on the internet. Uh-huh. I still
0: have one saved on a CD on a CD disc. Wow. Uh so do you remember the famous quiz which one there the were most, so many the most famous semi quiz the original the og at semiuk.com
1: i you know i i honestly don't know i remember a lot of quizzes i don't know if that's the one i probably do
0: so this is the one that I've always known as the semi-uk.com one. This was the one that informed so much of me and my writing and how I did things. Where you have the badass UK, the flaming UK, the clueless UK, dramatic UK, innocent UK. You have the chibi semi, opportunistic semi, romantic semi, sadistic semi, and don't <laughs> fuck with me semi
1: i think that these are you know it's so funny in retrospect because this clearly is uh, i don't you know probably an american site it and, is yeah and while a lot of these do correspond to archetypes within the ukiseme world mm-hmm. they also
0: are made up
1: like a lot of these aren't actual <laughs> actual types
0: no they're not but i Fucking swear that when I tested and I got the one that fits me, it felt like being placed in the right... Yeah,
1: yeah, I know, absolutely.
0: Like, so, out of those types, which one do you think I ended up falling under? Out of those?
1: Uh... I mean, clearly, wait, did you... I'm trying to play them back in my mind. You're clearly on the same side. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But which one? I mean, clearly, I forgot half of them already, so it's like... So there's
0: chibi, opportunistic, romantic, sadistic, and don't fuck with me. Oh. Are you don't fuck with me? No. You're not? No. Offensive opportunistic
1: yeah i wanted to say opportunistic but then i was like no
0: but you know don't fuck with me i switched (sighs) between romantic and opportunistic but most times i got opportunistic ironically both of them are attributed to the japanese element of water which my zodiac sign is uh but i waffled between opportunistic and romantic but both basically are like charming and will go very far out of their way for their partners Hmm. and caring opportunistic is a little bit more like, you know, they're doing it just to get laid. Yeah. Uh, while romantic is doing it because they genuinely love and care for their partners. So I usually sat somewhere in between those two where yes, I am a charming motherfucker, but also I clause. Also, I do more so for my partners. Yeah. So I almost consistently always tested opportunistic or romantic. And I took that so much to heart. When you talk about things that influence your personality, this is the Hogwarts house for Fujo's.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Is, entire relationships have been made and broken based on this. Friendships have been made and broken based on this. This is literally... This is... It's almost like... I'm not trying to make fun of a series issue, but it's like a cast system thing that certain groups did not interact. Uh, Shameless plug, but I'm streaming with Anime Fest right now, and we're playing Boyfriends. Boyfriend. More pigeons. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, we're gonna go, I think we're gonna go a lot deeper into that in the Patreon episode, Yes. Uh, so I don't want to talk too much about it. I but... don't either,
0: because we're going to go deep into Patreon. So if you aren't subscribed to our Patreon yet, that's what's coming up in a week yeah. or so. Yeah, we're uh... going
1: to, yeah. But I, I just, yeah, I remember taking, um... And again like i I have to phrase this in a way that i don't give away too much because i have to save some of this (laughs) for patreon but but yeah Mm -hmm. no but but for me too like it was definitely it was also a source of like almost like an identity crisis because if you got the wrong and like if you got an answer that you didn't identify with it was like who am i
0: like i keep analogy i I keep analogizing it to harry potter yeah think about it like there was one time so like i'm a slytherin that should be a shock to so no I, one. I'm no slytherin one was shocked but little, like i literally I'm like
1: i shocked. i literally didn't take the uh the pottermore quiz for so long because i was terrified that mm. i for once in my life would not end up in slytherin i was like I have ended up in Slytherin on everything. What if the Pottermore, like, the official one, puts me somewhere else? Like,
0: <laughs> what do I do? So, like, I took a BuzzFeed quiz, which, like, obviously isn't Pottermore. And they put me in Hufflepuff. And I was like, <laughs> so, like, I said, I would rather be called a Slur than a Hufflepuff. I was upset. Oh, no. It's I love like, Hufflepuffs, you know, but, yeah. I mean, no. yeah, every Slytherin has a Hufflepuff pet, and we love them.
1: Uh, I would be perfectly content being in Ravenclaw, like, it would make sense. That's honestly but...
0: where I thought you would be. I did not- I Now I can see it, because you're a devious little gremlin. Uh, yeah. But... <laughs> I also hate people. <laughs> that so... might be why I have some bias, because I don't see that. No, because I like you. Fellow Slytherin. Yeah, so, like, I don't yeah. see that kind <laughs> of you. So, I was like, oh yeah, she's a Ravenclaw, that's fine. And then you said it, and I'm like, ah- I can see now to other people.
1: Yeah, and I think um, that I think that it's more like, you know, because they have those, uh, you know, when they mix the houses, I think mm-hmm. that I am probably very close to, like, a Slitherclaw. Slitherclaw. Yeah, yeah. but, but so, I, yeah, it's the same the words,
0: thing. In the words of my friend Amber, she said, I don't get to see that side of you because I'm your friend, but I would never want to be your enemy. <laughs> and that is, like, the most, that is the best way to describe a Slytherin, is that yeah. if you're friends... You're never going to see a lot of those bad aspects. If I don't like you, you're. Li- I'm sorry. It's not good for anyone. Dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow, dishonor on your entire family. Uh, but it was really that deterministic back in the day. And we're definitely going to go deeper into this in Patreon, so I'm going to yeah. stop there. But we needed to bring up the quiz, and we needed to bring up the fact that this was fundamental and foundational um lots of gesturing today the italian podcast uh the, the italian podcast today now there's another cool thing about uh you know convergent evolution and how things go along uh when we mention seme and or uke okay, i can almost promise you a very similar archetype will Matt will coalesce in all of your imaginations. Um, uh, <laughs> what does your standard semi look
1: like? Oh, Okay, so he is... <clears throat> he is tall. He is. He can be on the buffer side. He doesn't have to be, because he might be super bishonen. Yes. But he will be buffer the UK, I'll tell you that. He, the UK
0: who has a woman's body.
1: <laughs> he... Uh, particularly if he came out of the eighties, early nineties, he is wearing a coat with shoulder pads, <laughs> and he he works as like a CEO or something. He's like he's he an important. The, he is the one with a job. Yeah, he is an important dude. He does not have time for your BS. No. He has a bit of a power harassment fetish. Probably,
0: almost always has dark hair and dark eyes.
1: Yeah, unless almost he's blonde. blonde. Unless, unless
0: he's Arian. He's <laughs> unless he's Arian. I uh, When you said that, my brain didn't.
1: Do you understand? It didn't process Arian as Arian. It processed processed it as Adian, as an ad Yuki, who is now apparently fascist uh... <laughs> propaganda. That's not what I meant. He's apparently a character type, and he's
0: yes he yeah. is i built my whole gender around him
1: yeah you have problems but <laughs> but it's okay because i, I, I love Adiyuki, so that's a huge compliment to you like <laughs>
0: i built my gender around him you have problems mm. okay I i'm sorry Tell <laughs> by the everything that i'm not a well-adjusted human
1: i I mean, I could call you out for the gin thing in the background, but like... Let
0: the fun be gin? It says let the fun be gin.
1: Yeah.
0: I got it at Target.
1: I majored in English lit, and let me tell you that gin was known a fun time in Victorian
0: England. Uh... <laughs> but I love it. I have like four <laughs> bottles. I'm not a high-functioning alcoholic. Look at i can totally hold this water bottle normally that's because that is the obscene water bottle which
1: by the way kudos to you on that sticker design
0: thank you that'll go up in the shop later on today uh but yeah he's usually dark haired unless he looks alien uh he usually has a job typically it's typically a more important job or it's like a cool made-up job like romance writer who makes money while they're alive
1: and he usually has kind of like a, if not a bad personality,
0: he's then unapproachable. He's unapproachable, and he's stoic. He usually has so much trauma, just burdened with trauma, um, which he will never, never admit to. No, he has a car, which means a huge he car. car. He usually has so much money,
1: and he has like I love this. He has like a luxury apartment or mansion or something which yes. has like ridiculously huge empty rooms. There's yes. nothing. There's just yes. floor. There's so much floor and then a yeah. huge fucking yawi bed in the middle of the room. Yeah.
0: <laughs> With, like no lamps or anything else. No. No. And then of course there's, always there's like a very there's like a dramatic balcony. With a sliding door. And one wall that is all panoramic window. Yeah, Sometimes there will be a piano that he can't play. Yeah, the aesthetic. Sometimes there will be a piano that he can't play. (laughs) But that's okay, because that's when the
1: wounded, the wounded, beautiful Uke will play
0: (laughs) chopsticks. (laughs) <laughs> he, he knows three bars of fur. Why? None of them can fucking play. They have these meticulously designed rooms. No one like million dollar grand piano
1: there is one there is one there is a one uh there's one trope where one of them will know how to play the piano and that is the trope where one of them has amnesia remembers nothing but knows how to play the piano like
0: (laughs) three bars of chopsticks makes him remember
1: and then he's like i am mozart (laughs) He's like... I remember everything. Oh my god. I love <laughs> it. I, <laughs> the, I mean, clearly, before. clearly, this is like, we are in the old days. Like, this is 2004, and these mm-hmm. are the manga that we are reading. They all yes. look like this.
0: Yes. All of them. Um, okay. We say this because what we mean is the semi usually has financial, social, economic, and physical power over the UK. He's also usually older. He's almost always older than the yeah. UK. Sometimes questionably older looking and at you Yuki. Ari-
1: and so, but they actually they have a 2 year age gap.
0: They, it was originally in notes supposed to be much more significant.
1: In in any case I I also like that sometimes but this might just be the era because like if you look at teenagers in the 80s like they look so old. Like they look so grown up but <laughs> I feel like sometimes the Samet isn't all that old. Like, he's in his 20s. He
0: looks 40. Well, I had that with Matt and Mello not too long ago. Uh, I forgot how old they are. Like, they're not necessarily
1: grown-ass men. No, because I think they're, like, they're, like, they're pretty young. But there's a time skip in there somewhere, which is where I'm confused, because, like...
0: But I just, I remember, like, the... I don't remember the exact age. I just remember them being not as old as everyone thought.
1: I always, I mean, I I am the type who will always age characters down, or at least I used to, because I, I have u-
0: to go. Do I have to go get how to read volume thirteen. Maybe. Okay. you can uh, Google it. No, hold on. I'll be right back. Curl, okay. go get the cat. Hold on.
1: <laughs> get the cat woo! the cat's in the shark uh no i was saying of course now i'm on the left but i'll i'll keep talking but i keep i That's keep
0: it. That's it, not... fuck, what fuck. Yeah, did you find woo. it got some full body amanda did you so find we... it
1: okay yeah i was just saying to the listeners that what i mean when Why i say that immediately I... open the mellow because you're psychic. No, I typically, what I say that I used to always age characters down is because obviously when I was 14, 15, 16, I could relate to 25-year-olds, so I would typically, you know, prefer teenage storylines. And so Who I always, if someone looked like they were a teenager, I would be like, they're fucking seven. Where the fuck is Matt? He's probably not in it. No, he's in it. Where's Matt? I know I own this. I just haven't uh, Where actually
0: read f- it. No! Where is his... He has a whole-ass husband! Where the fuck is Matt? <laughs> okay. I'm-, I'm
1: googling Matt. Let's see who finds it first.
0: No, hold on. Determination. If he... There is no way that Misa is more... Okay, well, mellow comes before Nier, and that's all that matters. Um... Okay, when does the series take place? What is the current year of the series? It's like 2000 something, right?
1: Yeah, according to uh the according to 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 Google over here, uh it's it's the like the final arc is 2010 in the manga and 2013 in the anime. That sounds...
0: Off. Yeah, that does sound off. When the okay, hell did... But, so let's run with that. Do you want to just say 2010?
1: Yeah, it does say... It says Matt's born in the manga. Matt's born in 1990.
0: Pamela's born in 89. Ooh. Okay, so they're in their 20s when this basically happens. Hmm. These poor children.
1: I feel like... Because I feel like they're... because if matt's 19 it says matt's 19 when he i don't want to so say mel is 21 in denial yeah
0: he's not in denial oh my god i'm in denial all of us are in denial yeah i don't know so how to read volume 13 matt is not in here what the actual shit how do they ignore melo's actual husband
1: and, you know, one of the most popular characters of the se- Like, I can't get over the fact that he's in, like, eight manga panels, and he's, like, top ten, oh, top five sorry. popular. Oh, I'm He's on page
0: 27 with Watani. Hold on. Why is he? Okay. He's... Why doesn't he get his own page? He deserves his own page.
1: He does deserve his own page. My precious it boy.
0: Oh, he's five five. That's so cute. And his dislikes include going outside. That is very <laughs> accurate. That
1: I is... love him so much.
0: Yes. That is... And of course, the ba- the dreaded existence and knowledge that Mello is one inch taller than Matt. But yeah, that's how to read volume thirteen, still with its intact L card that I have not opened in this copy. Of course, this not. is my research copy. You're not a monster. I have the card and other copies. We're not talking about boys' Love. Uh,
1: hi, hi, I hope you guys enjoyed hi. that
0: research interlude. Um, research interludes. They are important. So, do you want to go into uh, what the Uke looks like? Yeah. Uh, he has colorful hair.
1: Yeah, and, and he has huge eyes. 80%
0: has, eyes. Yeah, he has huge girly in quotation marks 70 to 80 percent eyes usually
1: yeah and usually they're in some color that is like they're blue or they're purple or they're green like some sort of unnatural yeah and small incredibly frail yes uh soft he is innocent naive to a fault upbeat and excitable and yes always until he meets Sebe yep and he has never had a sexual reaction he does not have a sexual bone in his body until he meets the semen because he will always inevitably go i feel weird <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> It's I know though. Like, it's are you trying to so tell awesome. me? And I again, so I have nice. said this before. What is it with BL? And and I say this as someone who is a slut for first times. I love it when 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 characters have their first times together. Don't get me wrong. But what is it with BL and shoujo having these characters who are actual fucking adults with jobs and you know who are functional and then it's like they have never kissed anyone they have never had a feeling they've never masturbated they are just like they <laughs> I'm like are you i mean i i know that these people exist but literally everyone yeah, we n- we normally call them asexuals yeah but You're not an asexual if, I mean, I'm not an asexual disclaimer, so I'm not going to say how asexuals are. But I'm just saying, it's there's a difference between being an actual asexual out in the world and being someone who's apparently asexual, but then the same appears, and then all of a sudden...
0: They're very sexual. Yeah, I that's... I guess that's technically demisexual, but whatever. Oh, I just noticed Mello has his own uh wiki in for death note he has his own page yeah but matt actually does too on wikipedia uh on, maybe it's the death note wiki the fan wiki oh no this is like actual wikipedia mello oh. gets his own page I'm I so don't... proud of him. but yeah the archetypes uh so when we say this we mean that the uk is in a less a dominant position, economically, socially, physically, and you may be thinking to yourselves, intrepid listener, um, that doesn't sound very, uh, balanced and healthy, my gamer, to which, that'd be very poggers of you, you are correct. Why are you using these words? <laughs> it's too late, we're
1: old, you're, you're not- our audience is our age. They don't understand what you're saying. I don't understand no. what you're saying. No, no.
0: I have a friend who is three 19. People that do, the three people that do understand, it'll be so worth it for them to say, touch grass, Grandma.
1: I <laughs> Don't pull me down with you. I have asked my friend. You will go 19, down with
0: this ship. It my
1: is 19-year-old friend, I've asked him multiple times. What does poggers mean? Stop saying it to me. I don't understand it. Leave me alone. You asked him what it means. I have asked him three times. I keep forgetting. I'm old. I don't get it. Uh, So.
0: (laughs) Why is this less than ideal? uh, Aside from all the aforementioned. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from. Well, yeah. Everything. Uh, It's. If that was a real relationship where one partner had all the dominant power and the other didn't, you would call that a problematic. It's just not a great circumstance because no, no the partners aren't equally yoked. One has substantially more to lose while the other has substantially more to gain. Usually the seme gets a lot more out of the relationship than the uke gets, and the uke gives up everything fun fact it is one of the biggest issues i have with the reform slut boyfriend and virgin partner it's actually why victor yuri turns me off so much in yuri on ice <laughs>
1: Listen, i know we talked about this before but yeah
0: interesting take Doesn't sound like you value my opinion. Very no,
1: it's just I just I don't see. I don't know because I you know it's like I I, I haven't really thought that deep about Mick Duty to be honest. Like I I yes. obviously clearly love them. I just don't have a lot of opinions on that. That's fine. But like
0: that was something that super initially turned me off. Yes
1: my heart obviously was stolen by the angry little russian kid so so you know i was <laughs> i was busy obsessing about yuri okay and so i kind of it took me a while
0: um i was busy obsessing over what an absolute monster victor must have been when he was younger i just don't
1: this i don't know it might be the figure skating nerd in me actually that is just like i didn't i just didn't have the time to, or I didn't take the time to consider the possibility of Victor having been a slut because he's a figure skater. And I was like, when would he have time for that? I mean, because, <laughs> you know, as, as as a skating nerd, uh, they don't then, do...
0: With my absolute lack of knowledge about figure skating, I'm over here like, how far are them legs spread, boy? I mean... There are
1: yeah. there there are there are multiple reasons to watch figure skating. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not
0: gonna like, lie. Like, my absolute zero knowledge in figure skating, like, yeah.
1: Also, I was, you know, not to reel off topic, but you know, while we're on it, like, up until recently, I will say I, I didn't really have a lot of thoughts like that about the skaters because, again, all of my favorite favorite skaters are just like, I don't have a life; I just skate. And and then I happened to see on Twitter. Uh, from, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say his name. Uh, but a mutual of mine on Twitter had talked about how a skater, famous skater from their country, had said recently in an interview that he had, in fact, done the deed at a rink, and everyone's like, "One, I am not surprised because it's you. Two, what rink? Pray tell." <laughs> and I'm like. So now, with that coming into light, I, you know, there are a lot of interesting thoughts for Miss Judy. agenda! Yeah. But again, like I said, I also, the only, the only uh, Yuri on Ice fanfic that I can remember having read was the one where Yuri was the slut. So I'm like, I'm a little... That's fair. Um, so... Like, we're, Yeah. Just to, just let not let let us not what ignore the fact that Chris is the biggest slut in that entire series because
0: let's not ignore that I'm pretty sure Yuria has absolutely had sex with Beck. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. happened. Yeah, that's that's 100 happened. Please. Also, another pairing that probably has each other listed as pole and hole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Damn. <laughs>
1: I wrong. Okay, but listen. That pairing, I mean, I mean clearly this is this is in the, you know, future, in the modern times where a lot of these these tropes that we've talked about and these traits that we're talking about are a little less predominant. But may I just remind you that this also transfer is transfers differently because if you look at Ota Yuri, you have Yurio who is nicknamed the fairy of Russia. Blonde, small, being whisked away on a motorbike by Otabeck who is tall, dark, and brooding. It's the same thing, different packaging.
0: Yeah, he's going to get a different package, all right. Pull oh, yeah. whole.
1: right. <laughs> oh, I love them so much. Yeah, but they wouldn't have made Welcome to the Madness if that wasn't, I mean, I love it so much.
0: I respect your love of this very mediocre.
1: From a figure skating nerd perspective, please understand how much I love that gala exhibition, okay? Gala is the only thing that keeps me together. And I'm like, yes, this is how you gala.
0: Uh, so we have described why it is a little bit less okay. Yes. Why is it actually kind of okay? And we'll talk about this more in the Patreon episode. But for many of us, uh baby different flavors of queer, uh we found a decent amount of identity and strength in being able to clarify ourselves as such. Not necessarily in a physical sense, but in a spiritual sense. Yeah,
1: which is... Uh, Which is why the aforementioned quizzes and everything were so substantial Mm because it it really, you know, it it, it ties into that thing about finding your identity and holding on to that with all your might, Mm -hmm. especially in a time where, because we were young and we were, yeah, and projecting differently than they do today, mind
0: you, but, uh, and many of us were confused. Yep. I was confused.
1: And and many of us were uninformed and very much, you know, taking our first staggering steps into a world that we didn't fully understand and where there was even less representation than what we have today, where, you know, you kind of just find something and latch onto it and try to embody that because you're in that weird,
0: nebulous world. And I'll say this, as much as this methodology and terminology has faded out of existence, a lot of it is still very much upheld. If you hang out in gay spaces in America, there are people that to this day will say, I'm the bottom, so I don't pay for meals.
1: Which is, you know, we also find this in... The heterosexual world, David Attenborough voice, where you know some people still think that the men need to hold the door and pay for the meals and. Okay, but
0: real talk: if you do not pay for my meal or hold the door while we're on a date, I am instantly docking off fifteen points.
1: I am I don't a care how much date.
0: I don't care how much feminism there is. <laughs> you are wooing me, and this is a transaction that may or may not end up with sex. You need. To pay for that sex with lobster. <laughs> you need to pay for that hand job in your car. Romantic. With three, with Would two, you like with three <laughs> courses? A
1: romantic three course dinner followed by a hand job in your car?
0: Yes. 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 Okay. And you pay for that hand job with. At least two cocktails, three courses, and one of those should either be steak or lobster. Do not ask me if I want just a salad. If you ask me if I want just a salad, I will walk away. Who the hell wants- I don't even eat salad.
1: <laughs> like, excuse me, if I'm going to go out to eat, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get actual food. Did that go over your head? Yeah. Because I was busy Now I can't of... explain it. I, I, can't know
0: explain it right I know what you meant.
1: I know what you meant. But I was thinking about the steak. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I was also thinking about the steak. Mm,
1: I'm sure you were. No, but you know, it's... <laughs> it's... Well, I was going to say something.
0: My whoring distracted you.
1: Yes. 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 It it, it it did. No, but you know, it's dare I say for the millionth time on this podcast, it is fiction. So are you lighting the candle? Yes. There's like a, there's like a cloud of smoke, like wafting up
0: <laughs> next yeah. to
1: you. Like I could see it on your shirt. Good.
0: I love it. That is a very aggressive lighter. Oh, it's great. I can hear it. Like it's, love it. I have a plasma one in rose gold that uses a little Tesla arc. (laughs) You're so fancy. There's so
1: much smoke! What the
0: hell? (laughs) (laughs) I had Palo Santo burning on one of my streams. And my co-host is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what in the witchcraft do you have going on? It's like, I just have Palo Santo burning. Uh, But yeah, like, there is definitely, if there was not precedence to this, we wouldn't still use it. And while, yeah, it is rooted in some really gross stuff, uh, actual gay people do still use this as a way to describe each other. Yeah, Like, that doesn't make it okay, but it can't be that awful if we've co-opted it like that. Yeah, and again, like,
1: you know all of this has roots and it has different roots in 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 the western fan spaces in the Japanese fan spaces and and there are rules that are part of fiction it's kind of like you know if you watch the scream movies the rules of a horror movie you know we all abide by the rules you all we all know that if you're if you go I'll be right back you won't be back you'll be dead you know Correct. And so the same things apply to BL, so even though a lot of these are are bad or can be bad or are Mm. usually, you know, a lot of these stereotypes and archetypes and and tropes uh, have developed and have changed over time uh, Mm. and have both better outcomes and worse outcomes. again, it is part of what makes the genre what it is, which was why I was doing mm-hmm. that little history lesson earlier that mm-hmm. that it is because it is BL that mm-hmm. these tropes exist and within those tropes you have a variety, a plethora of of explorations and 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 versions and variations and and one size doesn't necessarily fit all and it isn't necessarily supposed to, to represent reality and it isn't necessarily supposed to be attributed to reality mm-hmm. and and sometimes you know it is a, it is okay to just enjoy it for what it is or criticize the hell out of it like it's, mm-hmm. it, it's fiction and it's you know there is a certain BL literacy that comes with having been in these spaces for so long and applying you know, and sometimes even choosing what you you choose to apply. You know, because sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to go along for the ride and just read it. Uh, side note: Guess who? <laughs> guess who has ordered uh, the full set of jazz volumes? Because clearly, <laughs> I need it in my life. Um, Thank you. Yeah i realized i didn't actually own them and so i yes i bought them but yeah because sometimes you you know you just want to read the thing and not necessarily think about it and sometimes you want to look at it with critical eyes and be like okay
0: this (laughs) this is bad those two don't have to be in conflict with each other like i think like we can like i think obviously you know mark on your bingo card we talk about gravitation again Gravitation has some pretty egregious examples of semi-uke law, like strongly in place. But out of all the things to criticize, that's pretty low on my list.
1: I will fight to the death, as we all know, uh, about how Gravitation is one of the most progressive BL manga out there. What do you want me to
0: do with Yoshi?
1: There are Parts of of the story do that do What narrative. do you want
0: me to do with your Shiki Where are we putting her?
1: I don't know. I did dedicate a whole last slide to her in my gravitation panel. Just say they're on our Patreon.
0: But just say where general... do I put where do I put this?
1: In in the questionable heap uh, because she is. I still think uh, that that she she is a good character, but she's not executed well at all. She is, I, I, yeah. There, there's a lot, there's a lot to be said. But that wasn't necessarily what I was getting at. I was not thinking of Yoshiki Kitazawa. No,
0: I'm always thinking of Yoshiki Kitazawa.
1: Yeah, I mean, I understand. Uh, I try to not think of the Kitazawas as a rule, because,
0: like... I'm constantly (laughs) thinking about Riku Kitazawa. Riku Kitazawa is on my mind from the moment that I wake up to the moment I close (laughs) my eyes. Because I (laughs) still want to understand what wormhole we had to dig into to produce one a situation where Yuki Kitazawa fucks a woman to completion. I still
1: don't... Like there is genuinely a part of me that doesn't think that. I mean, sure, he's he's a Kitazawa, but there is a part of me that doesn't believe that he is actually Kitazawa Yuki's offspring. Like, there what reason be... does
0: Yoshiki, that shameless whore, have to lie about a child? I don't. That's because the thing. you know good and goddamn well Yoshiki would be like, "This is my butt, baby. Deal with it."
1: I think that it probably doesn't have anything to do with any of them, because Murakami was just like, fuck it, I want to do this, and I don't care, and...
0: And they just dug up a child? Yeah! We're not talking about the topic. (laughs) We can do this all night. I was going, so... (laughs) You were, and I I I didn't let you.
1: No, because... Yeah, no. But, But... I don't know, because now I'm in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: But I want to wrap up with something that uh, we've been seeing floating around, and this will probably get its own full episode. But for the sake of argument right now, uh, Carolla, yeah, is this fetishizing gay men? I'm so tired. No! <laughs> <laughs> Corolla, is this fetishizing gay men? No, it is not. What does fetishization of gay men even mean? What does that mean? What Are does you... th- I still- It's not a question. No, not to you. thank you, because I don't know how to even- I still- I would love for someone to explain to me what that means, because to me, from a discourse perspective- So in- in marketing, we have this thing called a nothing burger, where it's basically like- It sounds like it's really something, and then you bite in, and it just, like, crumbles. It's a nothing burger- so, like, uh, influencers that, like, snap their fingers a lot and use words like synergy and galvanize and accelerate and things like that, marketing guys. Uh, those are usually nothing burgers because they speak in nothing burgers. They speak in, like, we're going to galvanize and energize to disrupt the concept. And it's like, you did not say a sentence you are just using
1: the dictionary it's like you know it you know like in in oliver and company when the bulldog is like talking to the doberman and he's like isn't it a tad hazardous to use one's entire vocabulary to form one sentence that
0: yeah so to me when you say that fetishizes gay men that is the equivalent of we need to synergistically galvanize the disruption. <laughs> That's what you've just said to me. That's what I hear in my brain when you say, that fetishizes gay men.
1: Uh, yeah, and and putting it into, to use my words, like, I don't know who you are, a person on the internet, accusing me of of fetishizing gay men, but I, for one know what my kinks are Mm -hmm. and I personally know that I am not fetishizing any actual real gay men so I don't know what gave you that idea
0: was some of our behavior sus as fuck back in the old days
1: yeah but also our brains weren't fully developed and me too didn't exist and it was a very bleak time
0: and are some people still actually fetishizing men and male actors in the name of bl oh yes yes. looking at any supernatural fan who thought that jensen ackles was homophobic because he wouldn't sign your dusty l porn and to make
1: it even worse i know that uh, i mean you actually did uh, a panel with someone on this but You know how in a a very special someone I am so jealous, Uh, but all of my Norwegians. If you look at if you look at particularly Thai BL these days, live action Mm. BL, there is a recipe where not only where they actually build on this, where Mm. they are building the couples outside of the franchises. So you always have a couple that there are two guys that are being presented as a real life couple who are being presented as a ship and who always play in, um, in dramas together. And the this has created, what the gravitation special, what about the gravitation special
0: where you act gay, but you're actually gay. You act gay for more money. Cause that was part of Thomas plan.
1: Yeah, this is true.
0: Yeah. 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 I but- know. It's almost like I know what I'm talking about. But it's like, but what I was getting
1: at is that this complicates things because you will have uh, a fandom that is made up of, based on the concept that you're supposed to fetishize this couple and you're supposed to ship them and you're supposed to see them as a couple. And that leads to a lot of problems. For instance, if one of them gets a real life partner, be that a man or a woman, there is a lot of. Uh, there is a lot of online hate there are cases where one of the actors have quit and they've been the other one has been paired up with someone new and that person has received hate and and so obviously i'm not a huge fan of the way that this is being perpetuated the way that this works and and again this for me is just a it's just an elongation of the whole idol industry that i do hate but it doesn't make it any better if you are not able to separate the fantasy from reality and then someone takes away from that and just applies it to all fujin and to everything bl because that is not how it is but there will always be the people who do that and there will always be a a marketing strategy that Mm -hmm. focuses on that and that's just but it isn't necessarily representative of the genre or of all fans or anything
0: also, forgive me as I dive back into Death Note stuff. I was reading some of the creator notes on uh, Matt and Mello because, of course, I was. Uh, and they list Matt as being lazy. And it's like, do you have any idea how difficult it must be being Mello's bitch?
1: He's not lazy. He's
0: just resting in the panels while
1: you get to see him.
0: He's, like, he's exhausted. Listen. It's like that meme it reminds me of those memes of like the woman and the tired man it's like honey are you ready for your ass kicking now <laughs> like but it's matt and Mellow. he's probably so tired but like, can you imagine though like mellow
1: is just keeping him at it like you know at night and then during the day it's like do this run this errand buy me chocolate yeah. bribe the mob he's, drive he's this not,
0: truck yeah he's not lazy he's tired he's He's the hardest working man in Japan right now. Yeah, like He's just exhausted. let him enjoy
1: his video game for ten minutes. He's resting. He get any
0: game time? <laughs> Mellow fucking shoots those things out of his hands all the time. It's so soft. Just, he is abused. That dog <laughs> be in the arms of an angel. But
1: this, he loves him. It's okay. He loves him. That he is doesn't. also yes. the the chorus of 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 the BL tropes, isn't it? But he loves loves him.
0: him. (laughs) It's okay. Also that they thought that uh, Mello was going to be uh, calmer and more feminine, which I don't know how you look at that and go, man. uh, Yeah. I don't really know how you look at that and say, ah, yes, a big, strong man, and describing him as having more energy than Nier, which feels like such an understatement. That is it's insulting.
1: Yeah, Neer doesn't have a personality.
0: Uh, Having more energy than Neer seems wrong. Two
1: words: mafioso twink. That, yes, that's it. Send tweet. That's Please it. look
0: at any look at any design of Mellow and be like, Ah, oh, yes, that is a big, strong man right there.
1: I love him
0: i love him and want to steal his gender as well (laughs) uh carla you know what time it is time to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash the yaoi shelf your money helps keep us going i'm not gonna fool alex jones this where i'm gonna say that you know without you that you know the liberal elite is trying to shut us down that's not true um i am the liberal elite (laughs) I have a crown on my fucking head. This uh, is true. I have- I'm ordering more. They have horns now. Oh my god. You will be oh, unstoppable! I'm, I will be, but thank you to- Where is the fucking outline? Carm, Jay, Lauren, and Jamie. Thank you guys so much. Uh, your donations, monthly- honestly mean the world to us and look out for your episode coming out soon also i am absolutely putting that a norwegian man's bare ass (laughs) as a patron exclusive post so i'm gonna get better about doing that i give you guys a lot for free and it's not because i don't like you it's because i love all of you just kidding unless you're not into that um what are you you even
1: doing right now (laughs)
0: the most
1: (laughs) you're doing your best
0: thank you i'm proud
1: of you i'm proud of you you.
0: i'm very Uh,
1: grateful to the patrons
0: yes we're very grateful to the patrons uh it's not in the outline but we already know what we're talking about next month because we've been skirting around it since you got added to this show
1: yeah what was that what was that
0: (laughs) that was a clicking noise
1: I was making it excited. You know what? We were... <laughs> the bullying was... must stop. Squirrel, You're
0: making it excited.
1: <laughs> okay, you got me. I'm actually a chipmunk. I Excellent. Love that. Yeah. We're
0: we talking about this month?
1: Uh, We are finally doing the pipeline. I
0: believe. Sounds like a drug.
1: That I was like thinking a... Super Mario.
0: No. That sounds like nineties. <laughs> Um, that, sounds, yeah. you know what? No, that sounds like a drug that they're hunting for in yellow oh <laughs> we're my doing God. the pipeline uh we're gonna talk about the, the
1: pipeline from bl to from gender and identity yeah
0: yeah from fujin to i am now some flavor of queer
1: i like uh, that some flavor of queer, queer i mean it's a
0: diverse what? spectrum but yeah like, it's it's happened to most of us
1: I think it's it's really interesting, and there's definitely going to be a lot to talk about. I am definitely, I enjoy the some type of flavor, because I'm not entirely sure how I fit into all of this and how it all came together, so I'm excited to explore that with you.
0: Pretty much as soon as I figured out what words were, I settled and not much has changed um so i've been pretty secure in that so i hopped into the pipeline and pretty much stayed there but what i'm fascinated by is that i thought it was an isolated phenomena that is not true no so uh we're gonna tackle that whole thing in april as well as i have been teasing many things but hopefully some very cool content also fujo con's coming up if you want to give us a panel suggestion you may leave so and yield comments uh, we're noodling around a couple of things including one that you guys we're going to blow your socks off i was going to say knock your pants off but that sounds too aggressively sexual well yeah also, it's it's knock your socks off not blow your socks off. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore guys I case, yeah cuz
1: you said blow your socks off and I had some imagery in my head But then you said you didn't want to get too sexual. So I chose not to say anything
0: I wasn't even thinking that I was thinking like an actual like leaf blower.
1: Yeah, no, I had <laughs> okay. a thought and it's... I'm tired and I need lunch <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to new carnival and uh, Should I be playing my New mind. carnival? Oh, my- yes Everyone okay. should be playing New Carnival. This is not sponsored. I have just not done anything. New but Carnival, play... if you
0: want to sponsor us, like Raid Shadow Legends, fuck us up, Daddy. Yes. Uh am gonna... how...
1: Yes. If if New Carnival wants to sponsor us, I have one single request, and that is SSR Yakumo. Please, I am dying. I just want him. I don't.
0: <sighs> Enough of you guys need to tweet at New Carnival and let them sponsor us okay you have two homework assignments one give us panel ideas and two harass new carnival until we get our way just kidding don't (laughs) harass anyone don't harass anyone (laughs) power of twitter uh we will see you guys in the next episode thank you so much for listening and we will see you at the end of the month for our live stream yep bye bye